Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com. Today is Tuesday, October the 3rd, 2023. I'm Nicole Bivens-Collinson, Managing Principal and Operating Committee Member at Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg. Yesterday, we talked about the action of removing China's Permanent Normal Tariff Relations, or PNTR, status. And because of Newton's third law of motion, today we will discuss the opposite reaction of removing China's PNTR. Yesterday, the arguments by economists from the Coalition for a Prosperous America favored removing China's PNTR, stating how good it would be for the U.S. economy. But the American Action Forum, which says that it leads the center-right on economic, domestic, and fiscal policy issues, also issued a report showing that revoking PNTR for China would not be such a benefit. It would increase prices paid by American consumers by close to 6% and cause a 17% fall in U.S. exports. It would also reduce U.S. gross domestic product by $15.9 billion, or roughly 0.08% from the 2017 levels. There was one element that they agreed between the two reports, which is revoking PNTR would mean increasing the trade-weighted average tariff rates for imports from China from 3.5% to 40%. But the American Action Fund used an unmodified global trade analysis project model that was criticized and changed by yesterday's analysts at the Coalition for Prosperous Americans, as well as looking at a computable general equilibrium model. Based on those two widely used models, they estimate that the effect of moving to column two duty rates for China would decrease U.S. GDP by $15.9 billion, decrease total exports by more than 17%, and increase consumer prices by 5.9%. Further, based on recent history, they assume that China would retaliate in what they refer to as a reciprocal manner. They actually calculate two different potential levels of Chinese retaliation. If China matches our 40% tariffs with their own 40% tariff, they calculate a deeper U.S. GDP decline of $24.8 billion, total exports decreasing by 44.3%, and consumer prices actually rising slightly less, perhaps because of the economic impact of the other changes, including on China's production. These calculations assume that when the column two tariffs are implemented, the Section 301 duties would no longer apply. Now, there's a reason they call economics the dismal science, which might be why, as I noted yesterday, I don't have a PhD in economics. But I've been around economists long enough to know that there are always assumptions in any model and that the politics behind these calculations are so important. Both of these reports notably came out just prior to a Republican presidential debate at which several candidates were vying to see who could be toughest on China. But the truth may well lie somewhere between these two sets of estimates. Meanwhile, businesses have to sign contracts and try to plan their purchases. I can only speculate that I don't think that moving China to column two is going to happen as rapidly as it did to Russia when Russia invaded Ukraine. But I no longer would want to guarantee that it couldn't ever happen. With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world. 
This is for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. The hiring of an attorney is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Ask us to send you free written information about our qualifications and experience. Email us at messages at strtrade.com.